Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. I believe God has something special in store for us today. Uh, last uh, week, we looked at uh, the man that had the skill sets of a two, but the mindset of a five. Uh, but today, we want to look at the the man with one. Uh, and I've entitled this podcast, The Capable One. The Capable One. Uh, so let's bow in a word of prayer, and then we'll jump into our podcast. Uh, for those of you who always want to turn to the scripture or pull it up on your phone, uh, it's Matthew, the 25th chapter, verses 26 through 28. Heavenly Father, we love you. Uh, God, we thank you for your presence in our life. We thank you for your word, which we live by. We organize our life by it. We guide our, our actions by it. God, you are a light uh, to us. And God, we are determined to be a light that gives you glory in this earth. Now, God, have your way uh, through the reading of your word and through uh, the discussion of your word. Let it be something that is fruitful in the life of each one that hears it. Uh, let us uh, be the better for it. God, we thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm Johnny Oglesby III. I'm glad that you joined us today for this podcast. This podcast is entitled The Capable One. I'll go ahead and read our scripture and then we'll start our discussion. Matthew, the 25th chapter, verse 26 through 28 reads, So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with bankers so that when I return, I would have received it back with interest. That's Matthew, the 25th chapter, verses 26 through 28. I was asked a question about the response of the master to the servant, number one, whom he called wicked and lazy. It was pointed out and is noted that the master was aware of the ability of the servant, thus he distributed the talents according to their ability of what they could handle. So why call this man wicked and lazy? Well, first, the number one had the resources, he had the ability, and he had the capacity to produce. So I ask you, just out the onset, are you wicked and lazy? He had the resources, he had the ability, and he had the capacity to produce. And this is why the master is so angry. See, he distributed the wealth to them according to their ability. Thus, the servant was capable of handling the one talent. The master had watched him and assessed his current state and determined that he would be productive and effective with one talent to manage. So he calls him lazy and wicked because he wasted his ability. And I ask you, would the master now call you wicked and lazy? See, if he was incapable and had shown no ability, the master would not have given him the one to manage. I think we mistake in this passage and in the life of viewing the amount of talents as a rating system. Uh, we look at the man who has been given five talents of resources and value his ability above those who have been given less. This is not so with God. This is not God's perspective. To God, they were all servants. They all had the ability to produce. They all, had, uh, they all needed resources and God provided as servants, they had different abilities, and the master's desire and praise would have been distributed to all equally as they produced, as seen with the response towards the man with five 
and the man with two talents after they brought back what they had produced. He was pleased with their productivity, not just the volume of what they produced. See, the master is no respecter of persons. The master didn't distribute the talents according to his love or respect level for the servants, but according to the ability to them uh, and the management skills that they had displayed. He addressed them equally and responded to them equally as seen in the interaction between five and two. Although it is noted that the one talent was taken from the five and given to the one, he could have just as soon given it to the one, the one that had two. He was pleased with both of them and he gave them equal access to enjoy his happiness and also the promise that their productivity would ensure them opportunities to lead and manage in the future. The man with one talent had wasted potential and wasted productivity. God not only had a desire for the man to be productive, but he had a desire for his resources to be productive. Illustrated in the cursing of the fig tree, God's creation is designed to produce not just for itself, but for all those that come after it. Even if the man had no ambition or desire for himself, God, who creates for others and provides for others, made man to follow the example that he set. See, God is not just a creator and a sustainer, he's a developer and a producer. And this is what he expects of us. The work placed in protecting the money could have been placed into investing it. It is likely that he had to take the time to search for a place to bury the money that was far away from people so that it would not be stolen. He invested time in finding a place to bury the money and then invested time in digging the money. Surely he had time to research a place and to find a place where it could gain some interest. Couldn't he? Look, the man with one talent will never know the joy of producing. God rewarded the other servants with joy. It was an extension of the joy they both felt when returning to the master with more than he had entrusted them with. Furthermore, they were rewarded with future management, whereas the servant would be cast into the darkness and would never experience the satisfaction of being productive. Though he did not have the ability of the man with five to produce five more or the man with two to produce four, he was able to create two, possibly three with extra effort. Sadly, he will never know. We all know someone, maybe it's you, that can recount the moments and opportunities that they had to advance their family and are saddened because they did not produce when the moment was there. God creates a lifeline. He produces things that produce. His creation is not only a seed, but it's seed bearing. God made us creative just like him. We're able to think and to reason, not only speaking potentially, but creating exponentially. He places in us ability, which enables us to carry out his desire to sustain things for his creation, but to develop things that will enable future generations to produce and create wealth for future generations to come. Many of us have thoughts of grandeur and hopes of becoming wealthy or elite, 
but multiplication requires hard work and sacrifice. While some inherit wealth, the vast majority of future wealth will come from someone who started with five, two, and even one. It is truly not where you start, but it's the start, and that you work hard until you have finished what you have envisioned. The capable one. The man's laziness thwarted the potential of the talents given to him. They were buried underground, whereas they should have been seeds in the ground and building foundations on the earth. Their ability was hampered by his unwillingness to use their ability or use his ability. We must be aware that our ability to create and produce brings glory and honor to our creator who gave us dominion and free will. He enjoys seeing us experience what he created and revels in seeing us take what he provided in creating something for future generations. He placed his efforts in the wrong place. The man with one talent placed his efforts in the wrong place. The text says that the man took the talents, estimated to be a year's worth of wages by some, and he buried it underground. He used his ability and invested his time in digging a hole in the ground, whereas he could have taken it to the bank and gained the standard interest on negotiating for a higher interest rate. He had a year's wages in his hand and he spent his time digging a hole in the ground. Isn't this just like us? Look, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your word. We ask that it was a blessing to the hearer, uh, that it will produce much fruit in the life of those and to those who it was sown. God, we thank you for your power. We thank you for your love and we thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, I'm Johnny Ogletree III. I thank you for listening to today's podcast called Pastor JDO3. Today's podcast was entitled The Capable One. I believe that some of you are capable ones. Uh, you haven't been given much, but what you have been given, God expects you. God has equipped you and God is ready for you to produce. Come on in and experience the joy of being productive with God has provided. You can find any of the things that God has spoken through me uh, by typing in hashtag PastorJDO3 on any of the social medias, uh, and you can find me there. Please like, uh, like it, subscribe, uh, dialogue with me. I'd love to hear back from you. There's a feature on uh, this podcast where you can ask a verbal question. Uh, I would love to hear a question from you, uh, and I'll be sure to respond. Thank you for listening to today's podcast.